Indeed, indeed, indeed. Ready for hour number two of BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with the machine. Sean Levine, I'm Jim Rodriguez. Happy you're along with us on this day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday for the little shopping. So get with us. We'll give you the winners. Go make those bets. That way you can get what you need. That thousand inch TV that's on sale for 10 bucks, right? Machine, it's gone up now, right? It was seven bucks last hour. Now it's going up to 10 bucks here. So get up let's there. continue little week 12. By the way, we got Ian Parker coming up this hour. Talk a little MMA. The PFL championship is tonight. Get a little MMA. Uh, that's that's your neck of the, that's your country, my friend, Mr. Uh, Machine. And then, of course, a little college football rivalry week still going on. And, of course, breaking down all the games from week 12 in the NFL. So let's continue with that. And an interesting game. We got into it a little bit in terms of the last segment with the, the underdogs that we're going to uh, – uh, who you know who barks who bites that sort of stuff the falcons going to washington you know atlanta five and six still very much in the hunt half a game behind the buccaneers uh for the division lead in the nfc south going to washington the commanders on fire right now um and it's washington actually the favorite laying four at home against the falcons with a total of 41 yeah it's just do you believe And either one of these quarterbacks, if you're going to put actual hard-earned money down on them, or maybe you're just looking at the total in a game like this. Because honestly, these are both very head-scratching teams. Heading into the season, super low expectations for both of them. I remember saying actually right here on the BetQL Network that Atlanta's roster was so bad they might end up with the number one overall pick. And they're just not that bad. And I I thought the NFC East was going to maybe be a little bit better than advertised heading into the season. I certainly didn't think that every team in that division would be over 500. Like, you got to give credit where credit is due, and the commanders have been that team. So, overall, I think that both these teams have actually overachieved. You tell me, Jimbo, do you believe in what the commanders are doing? Like, do you actually think that this is a good football team that can fight for a playoff spot? They're doing it. They're actually doing it. That NFC East is a bear. I mean, everybody in that division has a winning record, and that's shocking, especially coming from the Commanders at six and five. You know, they've won five of their last six games. They're five one and one against the number of the last seven. You know, Heineke is ten two and one against the spread his last thirteen games, but most of that has been as an underdog. Now they're favorites. They're laying four, and that to me is the clutch number. I, I like Atlanta plus the four in this game because they play a lot of t- a lot of close games. Remember Atlanta? They were six and zero oh to start the season. They covered six straight games. They're seven and four against the spread. I, I I guess I don't believe in Washington. I need to see it one more time. I think they win. I think Washington wins the game, but I could see Atlanta just sneaking in there, getting a little cover plus four. Why not? You know, and, and in terms of props in this game, I'm looking at Drake London, the wide receiver for the Falcons. Listen, uh, Kyle Pitts, their tight end, hurt his knee. He's on the IR, could get a little bit more work. And, of course, we, you mentioned it before, Machine, you know, Cordarell Patterson had his ninth kick return for a touchdown. Could we see the 10th? I kind of like, uh, will there be a defensive or special teams touchdown for the Falcons? That's the, that's the way they're going to have to score as well. Yeah, I like Cordarell Patterson. I like his overs. It's I don't necessarily like playing his rushing yards or his receiving because he's kind of that Swiss Army knife. So I like playing his total yards. That's always fun with Cordero Patterson. He's found the end zone more often than not this season, right? He's found it catching passes, running for it, as you mentioned. 
special team. So Cordero Patterson to find his way to the end zone plus money, always a fun bet. Back to Washington real quick. I was kind of breaking it down with a fine-tooth comb. They don't really lose to teams like this. Like, here's the teams that they've lost to this year. Philly, not a bad loss. Dallas, not a bad loss. They lost to Tennessee, and they lost to Minnesota. Those are four of the best records in the entire NFL. They did lose to Detroit, but that was a real long time ago, and it was a one-score game. So I I don't know if Washington loses to a average football team right now the way they're playing. And that's what Atlanta is. Call it what you want record-wise. They're an average football team. I think that Washington beats those type of teams right now. But here's my question. Do they cover? Mm. I'm not interested if they win or lose. Do they cover? Do the commanders cover the four? Would you be interested if I said play the money line and don't worry about those points? This is a type of game where, yeah, you don't want to lay minus 200. I get it. Nobody wants to lay 200 to win one, but you also don't want to lose on a last-minute field goal. And when I say lose, I mean your team kicks that game-winning field goal, but you were laying four. You know this, J-Rod. Right. Four is a tricky number, right? You don't want to necessarily be going against the four. So I mean, in all seriousness now, in all seriousness now, I think that Washington wins the game, but I don't know if they cover. Take the minus 200 and then text me afterwards. When they kick the game-winning field goal and you would have lost your bet, but they win the game, and I'll say, yeah, just buy me dinner or something. Well, I'll lay, I'll lay the 110, and I'll take Atlanta getting the four. I, I, I liked okay. it better when it was four and a half. It came down to four, so people are thinking that way as well. Another game that it's kind of a tricky total, uh, Baltimore goes to Jacksonville uh, in that weird home field environment. And by the way, uh, my wife just told me we're going to Jacksonville in April because Kenny Chesney's going to Jacksonville. So that'll be nice. my first uh, trip to Duval. So that'll, that'll be interesting. Maybe we get the pool. That'll be nice. They got a pool in that stadium. I like that. So it's the, it's the Ravens and the Jags, and the wheels have come off in Jacksonville. They started so well. You know, they've lost six of the last seven. They're three and seven. Baltimore leading the AFC North. They're seven and three. The Ravens laying four, and it's total now of 43 and a half. It was 44. This smells like an under to me. Remember I was just telling you about play the minus 200 money line on the Washington Commanders? It's the same number on the Baltimore Ravens. But I'm going to tell you, don't even worry about that, man. You can lay the four and be very comfortable with it. The only reason, the only reason that I would be hesitant to lay the four and be comfortable is because that just doesn't look nearly big enough. Like, I understand Jacksonville is not as bad as they were a year ago, but that they're still not a good football team. They still don't have a very talented roster. It's not like they're on some streak like the Washington Commanders where you can make a point and go, okay, I don't necessarily believe in them, but they're hot. There's nothing that indicates to me that the Jaguars not only can win this game as a plus-165 home dog, but on top of that, cover the four. I think it should be closer to a touchdown, if not – Low double digits. If you if, if you told me coming into this game, I had to take Baltimore and I'd lay twice this. I had to give up eight. I'd still feel good doing it. Ravens in a whitewash. Baltimore didn't cover at home against Carolina last week. And Lamar Jackson is banged up. He's got a bad hip. Again, I'm not saying maybe that's why the that, that's why we're getting a four. Because it seems really low. I mean, I, really I think I'm gonna take the Ravens laying the four, but that game against Carolina, I think it's got everybody spinning. Carolina, you know, hung in there with the Ravens. Ravens won 13-3. to You know, they didn't cover the 13 points against a bad Carolina team. 
I wonder if that's got people thinking. Lamar Jackson's got a bad hip. They're on the road. They couldn't do anything against Carolina. Jacksonville still has the potential of scoring points. I think it's Ravens minus four, but it does give me pause. Well, we all got a bad hip. All right, come on now. I'm not worried about that. Lamar Jackson, actually. I ain't actually, playing quarterback, got... brother. I'm walking from my bedroom uh, to this studio. That's it. It is a little easier, <laughs> I suppose, moving a mouse around and talking into a yeah, a microphone than it is running around a football field with an actual defense, you know, trying to run after you and tackle you. That being said, I actually, as long Lamar – You'll know early if he's Lamar that we've gotten used to, former MVP Lamar Jackson. He looks a lot more like that guy this year than he has, than certainly he did a year ago. I like Lamar's props as this season goes along, too. I have been cashing in on Lamar rushing props because they're always sitting right around that 50, 55 total. So I like to hike it up a little bit, man. I'll hike that thing up to 60. I had to, I, Earlier there was a game where the count was running a little low, had a little bit left, and I thought, you know what? Baltimore's playing a night game. I didn't want to bet on it. Didn't feel great about it. So I played a Lamar prop and I hiked that thing all the way up to 88 and a half yards. And I'll be damned if Lamar Jackson didn't go out there and rush for 92 yards in that game. So not only do I like Baltimore big, I like all the props you can get on Lamar Jackson. Well, I will say this. If you're looking at that, at that total 43 and a half, Baltimore's had one over since September. And I think it was that Dolphins game where they blew that fourth quarter lead. They've had one over since September. But that's not necessarily, J-Rod, because they can't score. I know they only put up 13, as you point out, last week. But it's because their defense, I'm not saying it's the Ray Lewis defense back in the day or anything like that. But the Baltimore defense is much better than they've been the last few years where it's not just, hey, Lamar, go out there, be a magician, and win us these games. They can win games like they did 13-3. to So, I know you didn't ask me, but I'm going to tell you, a Baltimore futures bet to come out of the AFC is really tasty because who's talking about them? Who's talking about them? It feels like you're talking about one of two teams. If you're if you're the gambling public right now, you're talking about Kansas City. You're talking about, should I still put money on Buffalo? And then it feels like you even start hearing about teams like, well, well what about Tennessee? They were the ones who left. What about Cincinnati? Right? They, they were the AFC representative. It feels like nobody's talking about that Baltimore team for whatever reason, the same way they have been the last couple of years. So buy low, sell high. Now's the time to put a futures bet on Baltimore to come out of the AFC. Yeah, we, 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 the only thing is we got to see Lamar actually win a playoff game with some consistency. That's the only thing that's got people a little scared there. And speaking of winning with consistency, that's all Tua does as a Miami Dolphins starter. They are at home huge favorites against a terrible Houston Texans team. The line has gone up, my friend. Miami laying 14 at home against the Texans. Minus 700 money line, by the way, for the Dolphins. Uh, Tua, unbelievable. He's, I, I, I want to say he's he's won his last 13 games as a starter. He's undefeated as in games that he has started and finished this year. Laying 14, here's where I get a little I get a little nervous. Dolphins are seven and three. They're gonna win this game. Okay. Davis Mills has been benched by the Texans. Kyle Allen's gonna be the starter. Miami of their seven wins, only two have been by more than six points. Only two. And Houston, in their eight losses, has only lost by 14 or more once. I think they keep it close, close being under 14 points. I kind of like the Texans in the 14. 
Yeah, Miami's clearly amongst the elite NFL teams because their record tells me so, because Tua tells me so, because Tyree Kill has been unbelievable, best wide receiver in the league so far this year. They're still alive to win that division. I feel like nobody thinks they can actually do it, that it's Buffalo's division to lose, but in theory, they could do it. I, and for the record, I also think that Tua is the only other person besides Patrick Mahomes that's worth putting any money on to win MVP. I mean, let's say they somehow go out there and end up the number one seed out of nowhere. They were a borderline playoff team. Reach. You don't give the quarterback of that team the MVP. So I was arguing earlier that it's Patrick Mahomes to lose. Maybe you put a little bit of money on Tua. That being said, I think this is the game where the Dolphins get real right. Yeah, they win a lot of games, but they win them close, as you point out. I think this is one of those. You might not see Tua in the fourth quarter, and not because he's yeah. hurt, but because they're up by four touchdowns, and he was hurt earlier this year, and they realize how big of a commodity he is, and they just say, go ahead, big fella. Why don't you go ahead and take off those shoulder pads, put your hat on backwards, and just start chilling like Corey Dillon for the fourth quarter because they might be up by 28 or 31 points heading into the fourth. I mean, these are two very opposite end-of-the-spectrum teams where the Texans didn't have high expectations, but they're exactly what we thought they were, right, competing for the number one overall pick, and the Dolphins have been wildly impressive so I think the Dolphins end up running away with this game and I don't even think you're going to need to sweat it J-Rod I think they'll be up big early in this one right end of the first quarter you've already got the 14 covered by halftime you're up by 21 heading into the fourth you're up by 28 maybe even 30 and then you're coasting I think for for Dolphin fans that when they blew the doors off the Browns I think that kind of was Finally, the most complete game that the Dolphins have played this year. They're left, they left no doubt of who they are and what kind of a team they are. Obviously, McCochin, as they call him down here, Mike McDaniels, they love him. Uh, and, his, and his amazing you know, press conferences, five-minute answers that are more cerebral and zen than any actual coach speak that he throws out there. I want to see it one more time. I'm not going to take, I'm not going to put a lot of units on it, but I still the little Texans plus 14. See what happens, but I, I'm with you. You know, I'm with you. And, and again, this this could be this the total of 47. This really smells like an under. This smells to me. This smells like a a nice little you know 28 to 14 kind of game. It could even be a push. You know, 28 14 kind of game. I I love the prop that I love more than anything else. I love the Miami defense special teams getting a touchdown they got josh allen this year they got him on a strip sack fumble return they were golden last year they were absolutely golden last year and i made so much with the prop of will there be a special teams or defensive touchdown last year I've only gotten one so far this year but i like it and I, i'm gonna go with that but yeah i need to see it one more time i'm in miami i'm hurt i'm damaged you know that, that that's how it is down here Listen, let's take a better break chance we'll to get back. to a super bowl j-rod real quick better chance to get to a super bowl for commercial miami or baltimore Oh, I think Baltimore. I think Baltimore. Because Lamar is just a, really? a, a transcendent really? player. Yeah. And, and okay. that defense, that Baltimore defense, I think is better than the Dolphins defense. Dolphins defense okay. is taking a step back. Let's take a break. Ian Parker from ESP at MMA. We're going to break down the PFL championship. little MMA coming up on BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. <laughs> 